Hi, welcome to Craft Beer Bucket List with Big Ray and Mike, where we review beers you have to try before you die. Hey everybody, welcome back to another fantastic episode of Craft Beer Bucket List. We are on Season 2, Episode 17. If I can count, that's one just past 16. Mike, can I count? Is that right? I've, I've known you to count before, yes. On, a, on occasion. On occasion, yeah. I do my best not to do the math because that's just not my thing, man. Math, no, really it is. Math is for nerds. It is for nerds. I'm, I'm a self-proclaimed nerd, Mike. Hey, uh, fun fact. Uh, I took like four semesters of calculus in college. Uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> the same the same calculus class like you loved it so much you just no, did it no three I, more times? I was a, I was an engineering major when I first went into college and took all the, that. took all the maths and then I decided wow. I didn't, didn't want to do that so yeah I've got three one of them counted toward an elective while the other three are just you know for uh fun so well, already then yeah. anyway let's talk about the beer dude I'm sorry <laughs> No, you're good. All right. So before we talk about the beer, because you know we have a solid lineup. I, I feel like we've said that a time or two. Um, but on uh, beyond the beer tonight, we have a special guest. And uh, I'm excited to, to introduce her. Um, she's known quite well in the craft beer world. Um, her name is Hoppy Hayes on Instagram. Um, but she's friendly in, in Les's call her by her name, Lindsay. So uh, are you still online with us, Miss Lindsay? <laughs> yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Yay. All right. So uh, I, probably everyone that's listened to our podcast is going to know who you are and follow you online, I'm sure. Um, but for those who don't, do you want to give yourself like a quick introduction of, of what you do, who you are, where you're at and all that good stuff? Yeah, sounds good. Um, well, thanks for having me. It's, this is definitely a first for me. So I'm excited. Um so quick thing about me, um, my name's Lindsay. I currently live in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, I am the marketing manager for Catawba Brewing Company, um, bartend part-time just for funsies. And then I run my Instagram account, Hoppy Hay, is just kind of like a side gig, side thing, um, just to just to talk to people, I guess, especially with quarantine. Um, it's cool to have such an awesome beer community. Um, but yeah, it's exciting stuff. That sounds exciting. And before we, we jump in too much, uh, you know, Mike and I visited Charlotte earlier this year mm -hmm. and, uh, to record, you know, we, we recorded two episodes uh, from different breweries in the area. And while we're there, we wanted to get to as many breweries as we could, mm -hmm. you know, in the two days we were in Charlotte and, uh, we went into the Catawba Brewing. Uh, we'd reviewed a couple of the beers, uh, from there. And that's when we ran into you. I think you were one of our beer tenders that night. Probably. Yeah, I actually do remember that. You guys dropped off a bunch of stickers. We did. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> and uh, so we had a, I remember we had a fantastic time. You know, we shared our Instagram stuff. And you know, later on, we're looking at the, the follows we got. And it's like, dude, like this is the most down to earth chick. And you would never know that she has such a following online. Um, just on a personal, I was so impressed with that because you run across uh -huh. those influencers who just think they're all that in a bag of chips. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you're not even the crumbs at the bottom of the chip bag, honey. Why are you acting like Aww. that? Um, but no, you're definitely not one of those people. So thank you for being super cool. I, I certainly appreciated that. 
Oh, that's um, sweet of you to say. Yeah, I just try yeah. to keep it pretty chill. I don't like, I mean, I, there's no like agenda for me. I don't have like a game plan. Like content for me is kind of just like the backhand kind of thing. Like I don't, or like I leave it on the back burner. Like I'm not super committed to it and I just try to be authentic and, and fun and just kind of like easygoing. <laughs> right on. No, that's a great way to be. And so certainly left an impression on Mike and myself. Well, thanks. And so thank you for that. No and uh, again, thank you for, for joining us tonight. Um, but I've got to jump back to the, to the beers here, Mike. Um, again, solid lineup. And uh, we've got two Oklahoma beers. Uh, for this episode, I wanted to try to get Lindsay a couple of beers that I did not think distributed uh, that far east. You are correct. <laughs> I've definitely never seen these before, and I'm so excited. Right on. So I picked one that uh, that I knew Mike both and I had had before. I'm a huge fan of this. Mm. Uh, and that's the DNR by Coop L Works. Love a good Belgian. And uh, you know, this is, uh, I don't want to go into it, but I, I love this beer. So this one's not new for us. Uh, the other one is the Black Gold Hybrid Stout by Renaissance Brewing, uh, which is in my stomping grounds of Tulsa, Oklahoma. Nice. So this is going to be a first try. Pardon me uh, for all three of us. So I'm getting choked up here talking about this beer. My goodness, it's an emotional experience. Uh, it is. Oh my god, about to cry a little. Wish I could hug you, but you know, oh, social distancing and stuff. I can't. So yeah, in- internet hugs are totally acceptable right now. So, uh, so Lindsay, do you want to do us the honors and, and crack the beer first? Yes, of course. And we're doing so, black gold first. We're going to start with the black gold first. Right. Sure. Oh, snap. Was that a good, was that a good way to do it? <laughs> it? It came through quite well, yes. <laughs> now, as a reminder, I did donate blood this morning. So, I'm going to go pretty easy on these beers, but definitely going to get a good sense of all all of them no outstanding yeah and thank you for doing that by the way so i love it when people do that so kudos to you for, oh, for stepping into filling the gap there ray are you going Mike, second? Correct your, no you go second. Uh, yeah okay i will you ready that's pretty good that was great oh yes all right here we go oh i feel like we're in a pepsi commercial <laughs> I've got a uh, face for Pepsi radio commercials. <laughs> I love it. Sorry, I already started drinking. Oh, I definitely took a sip. <laughs> <laughs> so, Renaissance Brewing, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, this is, uh, they're in downtown Tulsa. Uh, and they're relatively new. Uh, Ray, do you know when, when Renaissance popped up there in Tulsa? Oh my goodness. Um, I should know this off the top of my head and, uh, and without looking at anything, I want to say 2018, 2018. All right. So I think don't, don't quote me on that. I'd, I'd have to double check. Yeah. You can find them at Renaissance beer, uh, on Facebook, Instagram, uh, and Renaissance BRCO on Twitter. So go check them out. Um, in downtown Tulsa, the Black Gold Hybrid Stout, five point six ABV. Um, do you want me to do my uh, my uh, radio voice for the description here? Yes. All right, here we go. 
Or or should we do the uh, a- ASMR voice? Ooh, I love ASMR. <laughs> yes, do that, Mike. Do it, please. A hybrid stout inspired by English and Irish stouts that we dose with fugles and Golding's hops, as well as hefty additions of black patent and roasted barley. We also like to call it a chocolate stout because of the chocolatey goodness provided by the roasted chocolate malt. That wasn't that bad. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> I loved it. I've never felt so relaxed in my life. <laughs> oh. Oh, I'll give I you just coughed so hard. That, <laughs> that made my lungs so relaxed. Yeah. See, it's, oh. it's, it's a Zen moment, you know? It's a Zen moment. I really wow. like my first taste of the beer, but uh, I'm going to let, uh, I, I think we should let the guest of honor talk about what she thinks of the beer first. I agree. Mm. I'm going to get some good, good spikes here. Um, I like it. I was reading a description on it. Um, it, you know, at the end it says like, you know, time in whiskey barrels with cherries, chocolate, coffee, and whatever else we can come up with. <laughs> great description. Um, I mean, to me, it, it's a great stout. I really like it. I wish I got more of, you know, the cherry and some like whiskey kind of flavor to it. Um, I mean, overall, I'd probably give this like a, like a four on like untapped. Pretty solid. You know, being that I was, um, I held from Kentucky for a number of years, not anymore, but mm. we had plenty of uh, barrel aged beers around that area. And so I had all of them that I could. Mm-hmm. And I'm just not getting any. It says it's yeah. aged in whiskey barrels. I'm getting nothing. That's, I was really excited about that part. Uh, I'm sure you had like KBBA too, but like I love barrel-aged beers, um, especially like bourbon, whiskey, scotch. So yeah, I definitely was expecting um, some more of that. But I mean, it being 5.6%, obviously it wasn't going to taste too boozy, I guess. So, And I'm like you, I'm not getting the cherries, but I'm going to keep drinking to see if I can. (laughs) I I think they're at the very bottom of the can. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So you might just have to chug the whole thing. It's a tough problem. Though. I am. I'm trying to get the, the the whiskey notes out of this, or bourbon. I'm I'm with with you guys. I get no cherry, uh, which is fine. I'm not sure that I really want a cherry flavor in a stout like this. Um, and maybe the the flavor additive just lends to the overall complexity of the beer, uh, without just having a, a single note or flavor that you can pick out. You know what I mean? Um, but just overall, it's I'm not getting that individually i'm really getting a lot of strong coffee notes out of this which is to be expected and it's actually really mellow it makes this a a really palatable palatable if i'm saying that right and easy to drink beer i kind of like that yeah it's definitely a lot of like roastiness like on the nose which i was kind of hoping it would come through like in the body but i mean i think it's like it's like i mean like a great like chocolate stout but yeah i'm definitely missing like the extra extra flavors I think it's a little, just a smidge over carbonated for me on a black, on a stout. Hmm. It's my opinion. I'm welcome to it. Yeah. It's mine's pretty carbonated. I want it dialed back a little bit for a stout. I like the stout to be a little bit more silkier. Hmm. So, yeah. 
it, it, the mouthfeel could be a little more silky. I agree with that. Uh, the carbonation for me is okay. Like I'm not opposed to having it. Uh, I did get a huge head uh, when I poured this into my pint glass. Um, I did pour kind of aggressively uh, just to see what it would do. But dude, the, the dark color of this beer is phenomenal. You know, that that brown chocolatey kind of foam you get with it was was beautiful. Uh, it looked so great in my in my pint glass. Uh, and even it's got really light lacing, like next to no lacing, dude. Uh, which is fine, but it's it's something noticeable. Well, I I like just the smell of it. I think the smell is really on point. Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, when I when I crack the can, I got a, a quick dose of it up the nose. <laughs> I don't. That, that just came right. out. I apologize. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> but I, you know, I, I like the smell, and it's it's one of those things when you first pop a candle and you get that first rush of the smell, and I kind of got the same thing when I popped the can. And uh, I really like it. So the smell's there. Um, I think the taste is pretty good. Um, I think it's missing something, you know, along the whiskey uh, barrel or whatever it was. And then some of the cherry notes. But, I mean, overall, it still tastes really good. It does. And it, I, I'm with with Lindsay. It's not super boozy. Uh, it's really kind of light for a stout. Was it 5.6 ABV? Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is totally crushable. You can have a handful of these and enjoy a night out. Or some stouts, you have one and it's like, oh, I am done. Yeah, because sometimes they're just too heavy. Or if you're looking at like the, the like the bourbon barrel age, you know, you're looking at like, you know, 9 to 14% usually. So you're kind of like, right. oh, I'm going to have maybe like a like an 8 ounce. <laughs> um, or unless you're really just looking for a good time, I guess you can do a pint. But um, at least this is, I mean, and it's not super, it doesn't feel super heavy. It's pretty like light body to me. So at least this beer, especially in a 16 ounce. um I mean, I think it's great. Yeah, no, I agree. You know, one thing, I'm going to take a quick left turn on you guys and talk about the can art here. Do it. You know, Oklahoma is definitely an oil state, and uh, black gold is a reference directly to oil. Mm-hmm. And I like how we've got four oil derricks on here and uh, into the state of Oklahoma. On the, it just says black gold hybrid stout. So immediately you know it's making a reference to oil. In Oklahoma, and I just like how they paid homage to what goes on in our state. So pretty cool for what it is. It stands out. It's got the outline of Oklahoma on the can, with the oil derricks within it. Yes. Got the oil spill going on up in the air. Yeah. I guess. I don't know what that is. That's that's their attempt to curb climate change. It's like, hey, <laughs> we'll put the oil in the air where it can't hurt the fishies in the sea. I'm not sure that's how it works. Uh, hey, it's my imagination, man. Let me have it. Uh, when I hear black gold, I just think of the Beverly Hillbillies. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah so. Is it bad right. to say if that's like before my time? It's it. It was before our time too. It's like oh, okay. a, before. Our time. <laughs> I was yeah. like, wait a second. I was like, I, mean, I was like, I hope they don't ask me a question about that. No, that's that was. Uh, I mean, I used to watch it at. It was on. Uh, oh. Nick at night for uh, a long time. It was a show from God. Even the movie at this point is like what? 30 years old, Ray. Oh yeah. It came out in the early nineties. Yeah. So they made a movie. I was a kid when it came out. And then, uh, the show is what from the forties or fifties, fifties and sixties, fifties and sixties. All right. 
Yeah, it's, it's hella old, dude. Well, it, so Lindsay, in in the theme mm-hmm. song to that, they talk about it. So, yeah, gotcha. <laughs> so uh, I'm I'm gonna go with Lindsay. So she rated four out of five on Untapped standards, and I'll stick with that. I I think I'd give it a four out of five as well. And I'm very like I'm very generous with my ratings because it's like I'm not gonna be that person that's like. I hate stouts. I'm going to give it a, a, a one. <laughs> um, I mean, I think I love I love the flavor of it. I think it's great. If I didn't read the description, I would have been like, this is a solid stout, regardless of what's in it. Um, yeah. But definitely would have wished that extra stuff was in there. Um, I mean, I think it's rated like a three, six-ish, like overall. But I mean, I would drink it. If I, if I can drink it more than once and if I'm like, hey, I would order this at a bar – I, I never give it before uh below a four. That's kind of my standard. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and we've talked about it a little bit before is we don't try to bring on terrible beers. We try to bring on beers that are gonna score well. Yeah. So Ray, what about you, boss? Yeah, since uh since we're going with the untapped rating, I would I would give this a four also. Um if I want their normal, you know, one out of ten, I'd give it a seven point five. It's still respectable, mm. but not my favorite. I don't think it's the best representation of the style. I think it's saving grace is it says hybrid stout on it. It doesn't say just stout. It lets you know there's something a little different here. Mm. You know, so it kind of leaves you open to interpretation. And uh, really, I think that's a saving grace. I would have scored it lower otherwise if it was they just had it labeled as a stout. Mm. Uh, so I do like the the fact that they tried to put some some cool stuff in here, some subtle changes to make it their own. Yeah. Uh, overall, I think it worked well. Uh, we have very much an original beer here. Uh, it's still respectable. I think it deserves to be on the craft beer bucket list. I would encourage all of our listeners to give this one a try. Uh, so mad kudos to Renaissance uh, Brewery in Tulsa. So what was your score again? Uh, I'd give it a four out of five for the untapped rating. Or seven point five out of ten. Otherwise, okay. What about if the rating so, was out of fifty? What would you give it? <laughs> Seventy three on a score of one to ten, where one's the worst, five's the best, and ten's the worst again. Yeah, what would I give it then? Yeah, three point one four. Okay, <laughs> done it with, a, with a repeater bar. With a repeater bar, yes. All right, so we we all think it's really darn good. The, the next thing we got to do is we got to find food pairings for this delicious beer. Mm, yes, we do. So, um, do y'all have any foods that immediately pop out when you have this beer that you think, oh, this might pair well? I, I know I do. Then go. Um, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. So where Renaissance Brewery is, it's right off of historic route 66, right? It's you know, Mike said just outside of downtown Tulsa and it's, it's catty corner from a cool new spot. Uh, called the Mother Road Market, uh, which is the first of its kind in Oklahoma, like an indoor, you know, marketplace. They've got a lot of vendors inside, a lot of great local restaurants. And among those restaurants is Andalini's, which is a fantastic pizzeria. And uh, I want some Andalini's pizza with it. I don't even care what kind of pizza it is. Um, They just have fantastic brick oven pizzas. I would take any of them and happily drink this beer with a slice of Andalini's pie. All right, pizza and pie. Yes. Or the pizza pie. Pizza pie. Pizza pie. All right, so uh, Miss Lindsay, what do you think? Yes. 
Um, with stouts, I always, I mean, my first go-to is always just like, you know, pastries and stuff, but I also love dark beers, whether it's like a brown ale or a dark lager or anything in the dark roastier family. I just love like good old fashioned Southern barbecue. We have a good friend that has his own barbecue um, business and uh, so we're both fans as well. So anything specific in the, in the barbecue areas? Like brisket. That yeah. sounds freaking good right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So if you ever get to anywhere in the Dallas Metro, free plug, Ugh, Smoke Sessions Dallas. Barbecue. Hands down. And I'm a guy, I've been all over the country. I'm a huge fan of Memphis, Kansas City, Carolina-style mm-hmm. barbecue. Mm-hmm. But Smoke Sessions, hands down, best wet brisket you'll ever have anywhere ever. I'll make sure to wear my, my Redskins like, jersey. Yeah, I was about to say, aren't you a Washington fan? <laughs> I am a Washington football team fan. Oh, gosh. Mm, yeah. It's a sad day. Hey, we're 1-0. Hey, we are 1-0. <laughs> uh, you beat the Eagles, good. which would make me happy. Oh, me too. Yeah. Stoked. That's, that's always a big deal. <laughs> well, uh, I grew up in Texas, so mm. I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. Yikes. Yeah. I feel like you should have told me that before I got on here. I'm just kidding. I know, right? (laughs) I'm kidding. Um, I've actually never been to Texas. I was supposed to for CBC week. Um, Obviously, that didn't work out. And I was supposed to go to Austin City Limits as well. (laughs) So both of those just struck out this year, which sucks. But I'll get there one of these days. There you go. Austin City Limits, I think, is something everybody has, someplace everybody has to go, but eh. But yeah, I think I just do it once. Yeah, there's some really good uh, breweries all throughout Austin, San Antonio area. So Mm -hmm. uh, it's a good time. Um, So to go back to the food, um, the correct answer here, everybody, is Philly cheesesteak. The minute the minute I cracked this beer and drank, yeah, the minute I cracked the beer, I I just thought, man, I Philly cheesesteak. I've been thinking about it since the first time I drank. First drink I had. So anyway, that's it. So that I I have to ask this now, Mike. Yeah. Do you want yours wit or without onions? And you mm. want provolone or cheese whiz? Because that's going to determine whether you get a real Philly cheesesteak or not. True. Um I I'd say I prefer onions. Um cheese whiz. Uh I I've never had it with cheese whiz, but I'm open to the prospect. Oh my good. god. And you've never had a cheesesteak, brother. Right. Oh god. <laughs> Gotta have a cheese whiz. Yeah. yeah, man. Clearly, this guy's never spent any real time in Philadelphia. <laughs> Clearly. Um, bless, his, bless his heart. Honestly, I mean, kind of good for him. <laughs> I spent too much time in Philly, and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> I, I'll, I, so I, I did a tour up through like what they call the, the still belt, right? So you go from like uh, Cincinnati to Cleveland to Pittsburgh to Buffalo, right? Mm-hmm. And I've never been to Philadelphia, but I really love Buffalo and Pittsburgh as cities. I think they're mm-hmm. super dang cool. Yeah. So, but Philly cheesesteak is still going to be my answer, folks. It's a, it's a good answer. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll take it. Yeah. yeah. No, it's perfectly acceptable. Yeah. So, I mean, overall, I just like to give Mike a hard time. Yeah. Oh, right? I love it. Yeah. The fact that you said no. <laughs> no. <laughs> just straight up no. <sighs> Lindsay, I apologize for his behavior. <laughs> This is not even bad. <laughs> uh, Ray. Yeah. 
Um, so next time we see each other, you're, you're going to have to make me an authentic Philly cheesesteak. I, I will do my best. Um, I'll bust out the cheese whiz. I'll get the right cut of beef. We'll have it with onions and we'll grill it on a flat top. And uh, we'll enjoy yourselves, Mike. And we'll, and we'll most likely have several fantastic craft beers to go with that sandwich. I, I'm down. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, either fine. way, it's a win. Arm. I'm coming now. So, <laughs> yeah. Do it. Come on over. <laughs> FOMO. No. <laughs> Heck yeah. So, no need to miss out. Like, Tol- always make it up for everybody. has pretty good breweries around there if she wanted to ever do like a brewery tour of Tulsa. It's got pretty good choices. I, I'm, we, yeah. So, very surprising uh, that Tulsa, I think we've got six or seven uh, just fantastic breweries. I, nice. I love it, dude. That's all I need. I just need a couple good ones. Yep. But I've never been yes. to Oklahoma either. So, count me in. Oh, man. I'll take you to all the great food spots and the, and the spots to get the craft beer. So we'll hook you up if you get out this way. Yeah. Yeah. So we all gave this beer pretty much a four out of five. I think that's a pretty good rating. I think it's a beer that goes on the on the bucket list, right? Absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. So, so, but Mike, before before we carry on, I, I had this question popped up in my head like out of, out of nowhere, and I got to know something, and I think you're the only one on earth with the answer, dude. I'm not answering any questions <laughs> after you gave me a hard time. <laughs> and welcome back to the second half of our podcast. In case you didn't already know, we've got a really famous person with us tonight, and then we have our special guest, Lindsay. And, uh, so, <laughs> oh, I went there. So, now Lindsay, definitely the guest of honor tonight. So, thank you again for joining us. I appreciate it, uh, Mike. Do you want to tell us a little bit about this beer before we dive into this awesomeness? Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll yeah, I'll do that. Um, this. <laughs> oh man, so. Um, what we have in front of us is the Coupe L Works DNR for Do Not Resuscitate. It's a Belgian dark ale, clocking in at ten percent ABV. It's a Belgian star, Belgian style dark ale, and it's the culmination of Central and Western European malts, noble hops, candy sugar, and a traditional Trappist yeast. You should find notes of dried fruit, cinnamon, and vanilla. And it's a very complex experience to be enjoyed in moderation. <laughs> And you can find them at Coop L Works on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. <laughs> I love that intro. Yeah. So, so I, I've got, I tell you what, uh, I had, I went to a bar one time in downtown Stillwater, Oklahoma. I had not eaten all day because I was out working. I was uh, working on the uh, athletic fields at Oklahoma State University for uh, money during the summer. Anyway, I went to a bar. And I got a beer. I was like, I got to have a beer first. And I had one of these. And I do not remember what happened the rest of the night. I was told I just went home, but I don't remember it. Off one beer? Dude, I was, because I hadn't hadn't done anything. I mean, I hadn't eaten anything all day. And I, dude, I was toasted. You can ask, do you remember Sam Hyatt? I do remember Sam. Yeah, you can ask him about it. He, He took me home. I may have had more than one beer. What I'm saying is I drink one of these and I don't remember what happened next. Okay. Yeah. So wow. I'm a little, I'm excited. Story. This sounds, this sounds like my kind of beer. <laughs> and it's really good. It tastes, I think it tastes great. So, uh, Lindsay, I think you should crack yours first again. All right. Of course. Make it, this one's going to be the best one. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. So good. Oh, it smells. God, it smells so good. Okay. 
Ray, are you second? I am. Oh, yeah. It's as good as I remember it. Ray, are you a fan of uh, Dark Elves? Yes. (laughs) I am now. (laughs) <laughs> yes yes i am Whew, i just took my first drink and immediately bro i hear the monks chanting there's a disco ball spinning and there's buckets of fried chicken everywhere this is wow fried chicken all right and you're yeah. giving me a hard time about the philly cheesesteak hey that's that's my version of dancing in heaven bro Monks dancing, disco balls, and fried chicken everywhere. Because why not? I'm going to skip that. Lindsay, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, Belgians? I mean, so Belgian style is my favorite. So I could drink a Belgian with pretty much anything. Um, but because of like the... Like, usually you get, like, you know, the spice, the coriander, the clove, all that good stuff. I, I mean, I would just love it with, like, spicy foods. Man. I Like, you can just smell the sweetness mm-hmm. as you when you when you crack it. Um, it just kind of rushes at you like, a, like some sugar cane or something like that. Yeah, Man, this, this smell, it just good. smells so awesome. Yeah, you guys oh. picked a good one here. Oh, my God. I can't say enough about this. Um, I was already a big fan going in, so I knew this would, would be a hit for everybody. Um, I know at least Mike and I enjoyed this. I enjoy oh. these regularly here in Oklahoma. But just the, the overall complexity for me with this, with the noble hops, again, that candy sugar, uh, the notes of the dried fruit and the spices in this. Uh, of course, there's there's some cinnamon and vanilla. I really feel like there's some clove. In a, am I out of line for saying like some some nutmeg or something like that in here? Maybe I'm calling out the wrong thing, but everyone's got a different palate. But I mean, no, I I think this would be a great like holiday, like what I say table beer because table beers are like four percent. But <laughs> you know, I think I mean, tis the season. It reminds me of of the holidays. So I I. I I'm I'm here for the nutmeg. Right on. So one beer and I had it a while back that I really loved and that I'm going to compare it to this one is I had the Lexington Brewing Company's pumpkin barrel beer. So they mm-hmm. take a pumpkin beer and they age it in uh, bourbon barrels, right? And it's it's got to be one of the top beers I've ever had. I mean, one year it was exceptionally good. But every year it's pretty dang good. And it's very similar in, in some of the taste I got out of it, if I remember correctly. So um, I'm with you. I think this is a good uh, representation of, you know, a beer you would drink in cooler weather as it starts to cool down. Mm-hmm. It's got that, that winter spice to it. 
Gosh darn. Absolutely does. This isn't a beer I really want in summertime when it's hot. This is definitely a seasonal beer for me in my taste bros. This is a year round for me. <laughs> this is a year round? <laughs> oh yeah. Like, you know, I mean, there's, there's those people that love like porters and stouts year round. Like I am a, I'm a Belgian girl through and through. Like that is always my go-to no matter what time of year it is, whether it's a Belgian blonde or a Belgian quad, just give them all to me. <laughs> No, there you go. You know, I, I when when I drink this, I think about it being sixty five degrees out, and you're sitting around a small fire and talking with your buds. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking in my head. Right? Yeah. No, definitely. We went to a brewery in Charlotte, actually, that had like the the large like cauldron that was had a fire in it in downtown, right? Uh, Do you remember which one it that was? That was no. Sugar Creek. Oh yeah, I see. That's no. what I was yeah. So they specialize in Belgians. Yeah. So no, actually, there were two breweries that we visited. The, the Sugar Creek was the first that we went to. They had the the fire pit like on a little tripod thing that kind of hung there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, there was another one. It was the last one we visited. It was like ten thirty at night. We were both just exhausted. I forget the name of it. Um, I think we stumbled on it while we were there. And went in and checked it out, but they also had a fire pit out front. Nice, yeah, it's cool that they have a they have the, one of the only you know master sis runs um, in Charlotte. So um, I always think Joe does awesome stuff at Sugar Creek, and being a Belgian fan, I think that was one of the first places I went to when I moved here. So I'm glad you all get to try them out. Nice. Um, I was glad we got to go there too. No, definitely good experience. We actually have like I think five new breweries opening by the end of the year. I'm so proud of wow. I'm so proud of Charlotte. Like humble brag, but it's like I mean we. <laughs> I think we'll be at like 45 different breweries. I mean I just feel like Charlotte's like super underrated when it comes to craft beer, but we're we're getting there, and they're all so good. They're not just like a bunch of just like random places. I mean they're all so equally good for their own reason. So it's a cool time to live in Charlotte for sure. I, I, I've heard good things about Charlotte, so I don't know if they're underrated. Uh, I mean, that's why. I mean, you just think of it compared to. um, I mean, you think of like other, you know, like you think of like New York, obviously, or like Boston or San Diego, Um, Asheville. Yeah, Asheville. I mean, which is like you know in our in our backyard, Um, but we're just like slowly creeping up, and it's like you just in a lot of trades, you're not like, oh my gosh, I need that beer from Charlotte. Like you know, you're thinking about other other different places, so. Um, but you know, we're, we're getting up there. I'm proud of it. Yeah. I, I had a great time. I, so we, we, what, we went to what, like we went to the, the, the OMB, the Mecklenburg brewery. Mm-hmm. OMB. Yeah. Um, what is this? There's a cidery that's over there. There's a couple, there's good row. There's red clay. Sugar Creek's over there. Yeah. Um, and then we went over to Catawba. Woo woo. Um, and you met me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> Pilot is over near you, right? Pilot, yes. Um, yeah, and um, Black Beer Chick, Eugenia, she used to work there. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with her account, but she's freaking awesome yeah. too. Yeah, Pilot won. I don't, they got gold at um, the Great American Beer Festival last year. I think it was for their ESB. I want to say, I don't remember, maybe mm-hmm. it was wrong, but um, for them to be such a new brewery and, and winning big, that's that's really cool. 
they're um one of their owners the the i forget her name right off the top of my head she has a podcast called the false bottom girls <laughs> so and it's it's really good it's really informative uh so anyway so go back to the so go back to the beer. back to DNR. Yeah, I was so about to do I, that. Like, I really, I really want to drink this around a, a good size fire in the backyard and just hang out and shoot the breeze, kind of like we're doing here. You know, it's 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 that kind of beer for me. I, I could I could dig I could dig a sixer of this, man. Oh no doubt. I may not last to, to, through a sixer, but I'm gonna dig it. <laughs> you know, for for a beer that's ten percent ABV. Uh, it goes down so smooth. It doesn't feel or taste boozy. And uh, I kind of like that. It's definitely a stronger beer. But, dude, it's so well crafted. Uh, you wouldn't even know. Unless you drank it and forgot the rest of your night. Yeah. I, You know, so th- the taste to me here is is it's very, it's got a, this, the sweetness comes through. Um, and it's got that, that boozy punch to it um so i'm gonna say it kind of you know it the taste really does come through as the smell does so the smell you you know you get a little bit of that that caramely uh fruit spice to it um with the you know the strong sweetness and then the, the taste kind of follows through that for me um and i like that the, the carbonation is a little bit less it's a little bit dialed down um so that you know it's to me, it feels like it's probably going to be a little bit easier to drink um, and enjoy over a longer drink. Like you don't have to drink this one very fast. What do y'all think? I'm with you. This is one I don't want to shotgun. Definitely, just the flavor profile alone <laughs> makes me just want to sip it and enjoy it for a while. Like I don't want to drag it out over a whole night, but you know, just take fifteen or twenty minutes and just be like, yeah, it was kind of chill. Yeah. So what about you, Lindsay? Yeah. Oh, I mean, you already know how I feel, but yeah, the sweetness. I even get the, like the the typical like bubble gum um, profile when tasting it. Um, but I mean, I I definitely if I you know if I wasn't donating blood, I would be probably already done with this beer. Um, I definitely could probably have two or three, and then be calling it a night afterwards. But I'd be very content and a very happy person. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm about halfway through my can. I still like it. <laughs> yeah. I have to admit, I did finish mine already. It was really good. Oh, I just my gosh. I'm so went, jealous. I just went through it. Yeah. But I don't uh, know if you remember, Lindsay. I'm a massive guy. So really, a 12-ounce yeah. can for me is not very much. I just had a very uh, bad donating blood experience in college. <laughs> um, I think I had, like, one beer and, like, one shot. And I was, like, blacked out, like, completely. So I try to be like very careful after donating. Um, but yeah, I would be right there with you. I'd be done with this beer by now. It's so good. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with being careful. So definitely don't, <laughs> don't sell yourself short on that. <laughs> well, so, um, I, so I'm going to kind of push us through here. I'm going to give this, I'm going to give this beer, um, a 4.5 out of five. Um, Whoa. that's what I gave as well. I already checked it on on yeah. tap, so I'm not copying you. I already checked it in as a four or five. <laughs> I did. Nice. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, what about you, Ray? What are you, what are you going to go with? So easy for me, uh, on the, on the two ratings, so a 4.5 out of, out of five, or I'd give this a nine out of 10. This is just so damn good. Mm-hmm. 
so respectable, so well-crafted. It deserves a really high score. And I love that for a brewery in my own backyard here in Oklahoma. Love that. Yeah. And so something that uh, Lindsay said is I, I kind of agree. I think you got to go with the spicy food here. Lindsay, what are you going to have? I'm thinking like, man, I'm thinking like like spicy, like pad thai or – Man, I mean, honestly, even some like just like buffalo chicken wings, like give them to me. <laughs> I, I, I'm always down for wings. I love wings. Yeah, we, that's wings are one of our four food groups. I we mean, talk about that a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm a, a huge spice girl, so <laughs> not not in the in the group sense, but I love spice, so I'm here for it. Ray, what about you? So. I'm so I'm, I'm a nerd. I'm, I've got to get this off my chest. Here we go. But I'm thinking the Spice Girls need to have a six member, <laughs> and Ed Lindsay as Spicy Spice. Spicy Spice. A lot of people would say mm. Pumpkin Spice would be would be the six. Pumpkin Spice. So like that would be the, the okay. six basic spice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like pumpkin beers though. Let's just throw that out there. What? Oh, okay. Wow, I'm surprised. Mm, can't I can't do it. It's ugh, like I can't, uh, no hard pass. <laughs> you have to get you a no, pumpkin barrel. Pumpkin I barrel. Feel like if it was, if it was, I did have. I went to Voodoo Fest in New Orleans, uh, 2018, um, and I think it was uh, Alician Brewing. They have like space dust or whatever. They did a pumpkin takeover. I did have like a pumpkin barley wine that I didn't hate, but I think it was so high gravity that I just went with it. Yeah, and to be fair, the the pumpkin barrel ale um, is it doesn't taste like a lot of the pumpkin barrel the pumpkin beers that are floating around like from Schlafly and whatnot. So mm. it's a, it's got its own flavor, but sure, I don't mind pumpkin beers though. So I'll say that. So uh, okay, so I'm I'm gonna <laughs> you know we got pad thai. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with some. Um, I want some really spicy fish tacos. Ooh, I could go for some fish tacos right now. Yeah, really mm. spicy. Oh, love them. Something to put fish a little tacos. bead of sweat on you. You know, like you, you're slightly sweating when you're eating it. They're just that hot. Clear up the sinuses and yeah, COVID and stuff. Yeah, mm. yeah. Not so bad. You hate it, but something to make it respectable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think, Ray? So. I, I know I sent a picture of my dinner to you guys tonight. Did you both see that by any well chance? Yeah, I did. Yeah, uh, yeah, is that what it was? Yeah. So, uh, the, so I, I fried up some of that catfish that I got for me last week when I was at your house, Mike. And yeah. uh, so I'm, I, I want what I had for dinner with this beer, which is some hand-breaded, you know, freshly caught lake catfish. Love it. And I'm a huge fan of, of putting hot sauce on my fried fish. Tonight I use Crystal and Tabasco. Uh, yes. neither, to me, neither of those are hot. They're not hot at all. I like really hot food, but it's just enough to give some flavor to the fish. And uh, we put local honey on our biscuits, so you get some of that sweet and some of the heat. Mm-hmm. And I think this beer accommodates both of those quite phenomenally. Uh, so I want a catfish dinner with some big ass Southern biscuits mm-hmm. and some local honey and some hot sauce on the fish. Ooh. Yeah, that sounds fun. I know I just sound like a redneck, but it's okay. I like all of it. 
I just realized we need to post a picture of your uh, your catfish you caught to our uh, Instagram and whatnot. Oh yeah, we shared it on both of our personal Instagrams. I don't think we shared it to the Crab Beer Bucket List Instagram. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, just to you know prove that you know we do hang out. <laughs> you know. No, it's true. You know, and I don't know if Lindsay knows this. We, you know, we've been best friends for over twenty years. Love but that. for the last what nine years, we haven't even lived in the same state. But we see each other as often as possible. We still go out and do stuff. But through the podcast, we've got to hang out quite a lot and remotely uh, through the power of the internets. And so it's a fantastic thing. I love it. The interwebs. All right. So I think we should move on to the Q&A. What do you think? So my first question to Lindsay is, what do you think? Should we move on to the Q&A? Sure. I mean, yeah, I'm down for anything. All right. Not to put you on the spot here, but you know. She got that one correct. She's one for one. Yay. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like, I mean, I'm an open book. I mean, I can, I'll take whatever, whatever questions. (laughs) Um, So my first question is, what was your first job, like first real job uh, ever? My first job ever? Oh my gosh. I was a hostess at a Jewish deli. Awesome. It was, it was like, I mean, when I talk like high quality, like hungover brunch and just great desserts and great food, it was, it was, it was pretty awesome. And I worked with my best friend, so that definitely was good. I think I was 16. Ray, what was your first job? Uh, I was 14 years old and I worked in an auction house in Pryor, Oklahoma. I was the guy that stacked (laughs) that brought stuff off the piles. In the back of the stage, right out to the front, and then I got to load everybody's vehicles at the end of the auction. That's the best answer. After they bought all the stuff. <laughs> what about you, Mike? What was your first job? My first real job was Taco Bell. Yes. <laughs> I, 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 dude, I think I've said this to Ray, though, is I loved it. I think I, I had a great time. I worked here for like, what, two years? Uh, in high school, and I had a fantastic time. I think it was one of the best experiences of my life. That's awesome. Yep. All right. Yeah. So, Ray, you're next. What's up? So, do you remember, Lindsay, the first beer you ever drank? And what was it? Um, I know my dad used to, like, let me try his, like, Bud Heavies when I was, like, five. Um, but besides that, I'm thinking, like, college. Um Man. Oh, I guess, I mean, like, high school, I mean, like, are you talking about, like, besides, like, domestics? Like, no, besides, just, like, like ever. The, whatever whatever the first thing you can think of. doesn't oh. matter what kind. I mean, honestly. I know it's I, tough. I'm sure it was freaking, like, Bud Light or something. I mean, think about your, like, underage in high school and whatever your friends had. Um, I remember my first liquor, though, because <laughs> it was uh, SoCo and Raspberry Smirnoff. <laughs> I do remember that. Whoa. <laughs> I, I mean, I was mama. like, I mean, I was probably like 17, 16, 17. <laughs> so, but beer, I'm sure it was like Bud Light or something stupid. Ray, what was your? Fair enough. Uh, my first beer, I want to say it was Coors. I hung out with a bunch of cowboys. You know, I was in high school. I worked at a rodeo arena part-time. And uh, there was always <laughs> stacks of Coors in the fridge. Auction houses and rodeos. I've... yeah. <laughs> 
Small town Oklahoma, dude. What do you say? It is what it is, man. (laughs) So I don't know if I remember my first beer. I do remember the like the first like the there's a beer called Pig's Ear, and it was at the liquor store, and it was total crap. Um, But you so yeah, and I remember getting it, and I'm thinking we got we just got 24 beers. Um, So I remember that very distinctly. I'm sure it was like Coors Light or. Or Bud Ice, or you know, Ew. what Bush Lighters? <laughs> I don't know what I'm right? Bud Ice, yeah, like you that. know, Keystone, you know, yeah. whatever. Um, but but I'm with Lindsay. I very I remember very distinctly my first non beer alcohol is my grandpa gave me a glass of that cheap grape wine, you know, the stuff you mm. can buy like a gallon at a time. Yeah, and I actually loved. I really liked it, and I still like it. I just you know. It's pretty darn good. Um, so, and I remember the first liquor I drank was apple or the cinnamon apple schnapps or whatever it's called. The, so, not that that's great liquor, but I remember it very distinctly. So, nice. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Lin- Lindsay, what do you? What, what kind of questions do you got? Oh, I have questions now. Oh gosh. Oh, you can. You can ask yourself. You, can, you don't have to. You can ask me a question. Hmm. If you could go anywhere in the world, where would it be? Oh, mine's easy. I'll let Ray go first. Oh, gosh, because mine's not easy. There's a lot of places. I, I know. Go. Same. <laughs> um, You know, for the longest time, I wanted to go to Italy. And Mike knows his story. But I, I used to think I was very much Italian. <laughs> and uh, I learned earlier this year through, you know, Ancestry.com and 23andMe. Mm-hmm. Then I'm like less than 10% Italian and I'm like 40% German and French. Wow. Um, so I've scrapped the Italian thing and I kind of want to go to Germany and uh, and try to find some people as ugly as me and be like, hey, I could be related to you. Oh my God. We're 23 and me, yo. Let's go to Oktoberfest um, next year. Uh, yeah. Mike, Mike and I have talked about that. He wants Let's to get it. me like race size later hosing. Yes. And, uh, I'm like that's like a parachute for four people, but heck yeah, let's try it on me. <laughs> Absolutely, let's do it. So Oktoberfest is a thing, and so it's like, why not? Yeah, yeah I'm so, in. So you kind of stole my answer. So if if I had to pick one one place, it would be Hofbrauhaus in uh, Munich. Mm. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, uh, but I'm with you. I want to go to Oktoberfest. I want to visit uh, Germany. Um, you know, I'm even more German than Ray is. Uh, learned that through Ancestry.com or not 23andMe as well. Okay. Um, so I already knew I was a lot. I didn't know I was that much. So um, anyhow, you know, it makes sense that I enjoy beer and you know all that. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, Ray and some later hosen, right? Uh, got yeah, Lindsay, get Lindsay in a Durndle, right? And we'll go. Heck uh, yeah! Tomorrow. Yeah, do Boom. it. So I've already got my later hosing though, so y'all are already behind one step. I, I am behind. Yeah. I'll have to special order mine and get them shipped in. I'm sure, but uh, I think it might be worth it. It's special order. It's, they're going to have to wait a while to get that much material, aren't they? <laughs> to build a special factory. <laughs> Stop. Like, what's that new building? <laughs> Biggest Ray Ray's getting some later hosing, y'all. Woo! 2023, lining it up, dude. It's so. It, <laughs> They go by actual, so you know, like when you buy a pair of jeans and you're like, oh yeah, I wear a size 34, 36 or whatever. Like it's not the real size. They're just, you know, that's the the Americanized size. You get fitted for a later hose and it's like, oh, that's how big I really am. (laughs) Yeah. So 
What about oh, you, Lindsay? So, Where would you go? Um, I so I was actually supposed to do a whole like Europe trip um, two years ago. Um, because I'm such a Belgian beer girl, I want to go to Belgium so bad. I want to go to Delirium. I want to go to their little village there. Um, so I actually have a trip planned for 2024 to go to Belgium, go to the um, Olympics, and then go to Tomorrowland, which is like one of the biggest music festivals in the world. So Wow. Oh, yeah. I'm like dedicated to this. But honestly, I'm a huge travel bug. I can pretty much – I would love to go anywhere. Um, but it's funny you were talking about ancestry. I just pulled mine up, and I guess mine has changed, <laughs> which is super interesting. Um, so I don't even know. I get, I'm just like a, a like a Western European mutt. <laughs> yeah. So give us the deets. What, what kind of uh, background do you have there? So the top one. So I I know my great grandmother. She um, escaped the Holocaust from Russia and came to the United States. So I am 28% European Jewish, just by heritage. Um, England and Europe and Northwestern Europe is 24%. Scottish is 15. Wales is 9. Russia is 8. Um, Germanic Europe, 6%. Um, I've never heard of the Balkans. Balkans, 6%. And then the Baltics Balkans, yeah. is 4%. <laughs> so it, before it was very much like German, Russian, Jewish. And now it's like broken down way more than before. But pretty much I'm just a bunch of white. I mean, I'm naturally blonde hair, blue eyes. So, I mean, makes sense. <laughs> it checks out. Yeah. Like the Balkans are like uh, the northern Greece area, I right? I see like, that. Yeah, so it's uh, like Bosnia, Croatia, yeah. Romania, Serbia. That's what I'm looking yeah. at. That's, I've never heard of that. That's actually really cool. Yeah. I knew a guy that was from Romania and he sounded, I'm not kidding you, just like Count Dracula. It was, it was awesome. Sick. I love that. Like, <laughs> Mr. Bradley, how are you? That <laughs> <laughs> was pretty good, actually. He was great and he was an awesome dude. I, you know, anyway, uh, yeah, I'm like 64.3% German. Nice. And 20% general Western European. <laughs> uh, or Eastern European. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> It's, I, I'm when Ray said he was German, I was just like, dude, we're brothers. That's just the way it is. <laughs> yeah, Somewhere it's kind of been like that for a long time, anyway. But just to know that we have that much, you know, the same uh, DNA history, anyway, even if we're not actual family, kind of makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I've got one more question for Lindsay. Yeah. Um, if you had to right now pick what your favorite beer is of all time, what would it be? Oh, um, so old. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna have a couple a couple answers here. Old Faithful, um, because it was my first like gateway craft beer. Um, beer is Raging Bitch. Sorry to curse there, but by Flying Dog because no, that was my first um, brewery gig, and the fact that a Belgian IPA was my first love is just like crazy and that's probably how i got so obsessed with like just high gravity ipas and belgians um i usually tell people like my my go-to grocery option is always going to be golden monkey by victory which always is a great i know i can find that pretty much anywhere um what else i say i mean anything by delirium and 
if I can get like a good like like wild ale, um, I don't. I, I'm sure you guys didn't go to D9 here when you were visiting, but they have like a barrel aged wild ale series, and it is like the greatest thing. It was like a ginger and white chocolate, fourteen percent wild ale, and it's like still the greatest thing I ever think about. So I would say those are mine. First comes to mind. Nice, nice. What yeah. about you, Ray? Uh, my favorite beer of all time. Yeah. So I always say that the Dogfish Head 120 minute IPA. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Um, no, it's not. But that is. No, Mike did not like it. He oh, didn't like it at boo. all. Mike's not an IPA guy, though. See, Dogfish so, was right down the road from where my parents had a beach house, so I was very lucky that I was able to go there all the time. <laughs> oh, right on. Yeah. So, but if I'm if I'm to pick on IPAs in a so, you know, I had the Catawba's IPA, which was a 2017. Was it a, oh my gosh, they had the, the best IPA or the top IPA in the world. Um, was that the Great American Beer Festival? They got that in 2017. CLT? Uh, yes. Yeah, that's, that's, I even, we even have so many great small batches. CLT is always my go-to. I love a good West Coast. Like that was just, uh, that was, you know, my first experience with Catawba was that beer. And I was just like, dude, this is so effing good. <laughs> it's like when we went to, we, 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 I told Mike, we have to go to this brewery because of this beer. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad that we did. Cause I think I tried like nine other fantastic IPAs while I was there. Nice. Um, we had to hang out for a while just so I could drive later because <laughs> I had the rental in my name. I'm, like, I, uh, I, I'm buzzing. I need fair. to just hang out and have some water for a little bit before we leave. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's just a, a solid beer. That's probably my number two favorite IPA behind okay. the Dogfish Head because yeah, it was just really, that. really good. So not to be partial or anything, I've had, uh, no, I, I don't know it. how many IPAs in, in my life at this point, but that's yeah. just one that's oh, stuck out since I tried it. Yeah. And it's crazy. We don't, we're not even doing flights right now. So it's like, I wish people could, I mean, we have 32 beers, like, come on, like how are you supposed to try everything? Oh, wow. Like, yeah. Just with COVID. Yeah, no but, doubt. Um, but I'm glad that you guys, I remember you guys got flights, so I'm oh, glad yes. you guys were able to try a little bit of everything. No, we, we had several, at least I know I had <laughs> I several. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all good, but I've got one question and I'll stop here. You know, this is going to be you know, circling back to Catawba, mm-hmm. but what opportunities have been afforded to you, um, with your, you know, social media influencer status and working for such a, a highly regarded brewery such as Catawba. Yeah. So I'm extremely grateful, um, to be working for a larger brewery, um, just with like, you know, having resources and everything. Um, so I actually, I mean, I started, I was hired full-time to bartend in August 8th of last year. And then I wasn't given the opportunity to do their social media until uh, like December 30th. Um, but pretty much like when I was hired or I was like, I was about to say auditioning when I was interviewing at a bunch of different breweries here. Um, my goal before I was interviewing was to get to 10 K. So I was like, okay. And it was funny because every single brewery that that was the first thing they mentioned, they were like, so let's talk about your social media. Um, so a lot of breweries, even like Sugar Creek was like, okay, like we've never had a, like a social media person. This sounds like a great idea. Um, the timing just wasn't right there. But they were just kind of like, okay, they had a, a girl in that spot at the time when I was bartending. But pretty much just once I went into that role, they knew that it was a new 
thing for me in like a bigger brewery aspect. Um, like luckily I don't run like the corporate account or anything. So I feel like that's a more higher scale, but, um, they've just let me run with it. I mean, like even when we were doing like the full shutdown, um, myself and our GM were the only two pretty much like kept on. So, I mean, I got like my freaking forklift certification. I got my certification to do beer deliveries, like little things like that. Um, and luckily, I mean, they, they just kind of like let me run with it and whatever I think of, like, especially like small batch beers and like names and stuff. Um, they're allowing me to come up with a lot of our small batch ideas. So that's something that I've always wanted to do at other breweries that I've worked at that I've never had the actual chance to. So the fact that I've just been waiting for this kind of opportunity to create my own beers is, is, is pretty cool um, and surreal to me. So they've been awesome well, to me. <laughs> that's actually really awesome. Yeah. So I feel like I just, for me, it's like I eventually would love to be kind of just like marketing, overseeing like operations, just kind of like a whole, like a, like a jack of all trades in the brewery world. Um, so there's nothing I don't want to learn. So every chance that I have, especially with the shutdown, I was like, okay, what can I learn while we're here? Um, granted, I wanted to start doing my sister in level two, but I haven't gone around to that yet, <laughs> but we'll get there eventually. That's right. Your sister owned certified as a, as a beer server, right? Yep. I am. Mm -hmm. I've had it since, uh, 2016. No, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I'm definitely glad. I mean, Flying Dog, they they required it from all bartenders. So um, I'm glad they kind of like pushed that early on. So then my my obsession with craft beer started off like right, right at the beginning. <laughs> it makes sense. So... I know we're running a little over time, so I'm going to wrap this up and we can keep talking after uh, we close good. this out if we want. Um, so we, and I'll let Ray give you a, a special thanks as well. Um, mm -hmm. But I sincerely appreciate you coming on board and oh, sharing this time with us. This, this has been awesome. Yeah. It's, no, it's been fun. And uh, you got to see a little bit of uh, Ray and I giving each other a hard time too. <laughs> um, Definitely fits my personality too. So. <laughs> we uh we tried two different beers tonight we tried the renaissance uh black gold which is a hybrid stout um so it got a four out of five from all four all three of us a four out of five from all three of us um so i think that's a pretty dang solid beer and i would encourage everybody to check it out and then we followed it up with an even better beer uh according to our rankings uh the coop l works dnr which is a a belgian beer uh, Belgian strong L. Um, and it got 4.5 across the board from us all as well. So I'm going to say both of those go on the craft beer bucket list. They got to be beers you try before you die. Um, and Ray, I'll let you take it out with uh, thanking our special guest and with the social medias. Absolutely. I'd love to do that. So thank you again to Lindsay uh, Hoppy Hayes. Take a look at her on Instagram at Hoppy Hayes. Um, and wherever else, what other social media, I only follow you on Instagram, but have you got any others that you could suggest that the folks follow real quick? Um, I mean, a lot of people are usually just friends with me on untapped. Um, it's, and it's Hoppy Hayes 13. Um, Hoppy Hayes was already taken by the time I switched over all my usernames. So, um, that's my untapped Hoppy Hayes 13. I'm on Twitter, but I mean, it's a lot of just like me reposting like the Washington 
football team stuff. <laughs> so that's just L Hayes <laughs> under, underscore 13. Um, and then, I mean, Facebook, Lindsay Michelle Hayes, my full name. So I'm on all the things. I, I kind of did TikTok for a little bit, but I really just don't have the time. <laughs> I feel like the beginning of quarantine, I drank a lot more. So I was willing to do stupid things, but um, pretty much pretty much Instagram is, is my niche. <laughs> Right on. So definitely follow her at Hoppy Hayes on Instagram. Be sure to check out the breweries that we feature tonight. Look at their Facebook pages, their Instagram and Twitters, and check out their homepage as well. While you're at it, give them some thumbs up, likes, and shares. And while you're on the social medias, do the same for us. You can find us at Craft Beer Bucket List. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And of course, you can find us wherever you find your podcasts from Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, and the list goes on. We certainly appreciate you taking the time to hang out with us. Thank you again to our special guest, Lindsay, for hanging out. And please remember to not drink and drive, but do drink local. And we will see you all in the next episode. Have a good one, y'all. Adios. See ya.